Hey everyone, it's me, the Herdman, back at it again, and this is G's for Monday, May 3rd, 2021. What's going on? How are you doing as we enter this lovely May? Man, it sure felt like summer this past weekend, and for us Cheeselanders, man, it was beautiful. It, well, actually, that's not true. Actually, it got up to 80 degrees, but man, it was windy as hell on Saturday. We had dust flying all over the place. Anyone who wanted to fly a kite had no chance in hell whatsoever. But uh, things calmed down on Sunday, and it ended up being a very, very beautiful and relaxing day. So, you know, with that said, summer's coming around the corner, and I gotta start going through my clothes and start pull putting away all those sweaters of mine, because that's what you do at this age. You know, clothes swap each season. It's called adulting, folks. You'll learn it eventually. But enough about my personal life, let's get you informed on the stuff that really matters to you. And for today's episode, we are going to discuss a pretty reoccurring fad that's been taking place lately. And that is the use of the word retconning. So, for those new to the word, retcon basically means you're redefi redefining an interpretation about something, basically by introducing something completely new into the mix. Um, we've seen it a lot lately, and, you know, one of the main culprits has been Disney, and in particular Marvel, and now Star Wars. So today's retcon is, is brought to us by Star Wars, and to be more clear, um, Marvel and Star Wars. So I, I said Marvel and Disney, but, you know, no, I'm not talking about Patton Oswalt's vision of merging Star Wars and Marvel Universe together. That's, that's unfortunately not ever going to be coming true. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go on YouTube, look up Parks and Rec, uh, Pat Noswald, and you will be pleasantly surprised at enjoying that that clip that he has on there. The guy's a comic genius. But, um, you know, Marvel Comics, which is currently in charge of the comic spinoffs of Star Wars, is, is trying to explain an origin that we never asked for. And in the latest issue of the Darth Vader comics, we have a scene where Darth Vader makes his way to Exegol, which is the planet that we all saw from Rise of Skywalker, with where the resurrected Emperor was hiding out in all along. And while walking throughout the area, we find multiple Snoke clones in oversized jars. Now, we saw that scene in the movie itself, but they show him walking around Vader, walking around in that same area, overhearing the Emperor uh, describe his latest uh, plans for doing stuff. And one of those things that the Emperor talks about is this uh, scalpel of creation and how basically the scalpel of creation is what is used to make pretty much anything. And he's alluding pretty much that this is what he's allowed to do, you know, allows him to make these snow creations and other things. And all of a sudden the, the comic panel then cuts over to a new comic scene and it has Luke Skywalker's hand in a jar and this is the hand that he lost back in Empire and so I don't even know how to explain how frustrating it is that that Marvel and Lucasfilms and, and Star Wars just think that this is okay I mean apparently they're making it sound out that the Emperor was using Luke's hands to create Snoke's you know clones and you know seriously uh, is Marvel, is Marvel actually paying people to come up with this bullshit? I mean, this is such lazy writing. This is completely lazy writing. I don't know where they're coming up with this stuff. 
and retconning just seems to be Disney's MO as of late, as they just try to explain things that didn't make sense in one of their movies. Then they just do it somewhere else. And this is this is the exact precise case of point. I mean, first of all, Disney really screwed the pooch by never explaining Snoke in the first place in those movies. I mean, everyone thought that he was going to be explained in uh, The Last Jedi, and then they go and kill the guy without any explanation. So you never really know who he is. And then all of a sudden they say in the third movie, oh, well, it was really just a clone and it was the Emperor that was running Snoke all along. No one knew. Everyone, like, you can't just all of a sudden bring the Emperor back and say, oh, yeah, well, it was the Emperor and Snoke was never really a person. It's like, well, they sure acted like two different people. So I don't understand why all of a sudden you're saying that it was the Emperor that was pulling the strings when... You had to have had the Emperor's personality in Snoke, and that was not the case at all. And it sounded like Snoke's been around a pretty long time fooling everyone. So I don't understand why they would even go this far. But, you know, it makes... <laughs> the one thing does make sense, I guess, goes back to their laziness. How lazy Disney and Marvel is now is that they have to explain how this all fits together and the way they do this is by having to use a comic book that only a small percentage of people are actually going to be reading it and out of those people that's an even smaller percentage they actually saw the movie and they're wondering who you know why, why the emperor came back what happened to snoke where they come you know marvels and uh star wars are trying to use the comic books to go deeper into their quote-unquote canon this is just getting ridiculous. I mean, retconning is just allowing you know sloppy writers to cover their butts in the event that something they created didn't make sense in the first place. You know, they, they did this with Ray's parents as well. I mean, you had Ryan Johnson who came up with the concept that, you know, Ray's talking about her parents, but perhaps, you know, all of a sudden it was, nope, sorry, her parents were, were you know, nobodies. She's not special. It doesn't matter who she is. And because the fans didn't like it and because JJ Abrams didn't like it, they retconned it and said, Ah, oh, no, no, no. You, you know, we you know, we told you that there were parent you know, your parents were a bunch of bums, but I you know, I just did that just to piss you off. You know, it's it you can't you can't keep on doing that. You can't be trying to switch something just because people don't like it or because you do a shitty job trying to, to execute it in the first place. So, I mean, I just really miss the good old days of, of original writing that was smart and really had meaning. I mean, writers just, I mean, writers only had one chance to tell a good story. And they didn't need a companion book to explain that something to the audience back in the day. They had one shot. If you got it, great. If you didn't, then you go, go find somewhere else. But now it's like they let anyone become a writer because if they screw up, they can just go back and retcon it. You know, it's just, it's it, retconning is ruining creativity in the entertainment industry. And, you know, honestly, we as consumers shouldn't be buying into any of this. I, I can only hope that this fad's going to go away. You know, it, like that resurgence, you know, any kind of resurgence of a reboot or reinventions, get it out of it. You know, get out of here. I'm done with it. You know, I, 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 I let me, let me go back there. I, I am excited for one. I'm, I am excited for the new Ghostbuster Afterlife movie, but... Uh, that that one okay that one's not going to count because that that was you know that was supposed to get released last year before I went on this rant so let's let's not count that one we'll see what happens but uh, that's not going to be counted in this rant here but 
you know, with, with shows like The Mandalorian still going strong, but now introducing characters like Skywalker back into that canon, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how far they can go with his story without sacrificing the original vision of Luke's fate. Because now you have to worry about everything that took place in the sequel trilogy and how they can have to still kind of tie that into what Luke Skywalker is doing with Grogu and stuff like that. So good luck to Star Wars if they're going to keep on doing this because I'm, I think a lot of people are pretty pissed off about this whole Luke's hand was owned by the Emperor. And they still have not really explained how they even got Luke's old lightsaber over to Maz Katana. So, um, you know, good luck. It's... Um, it, it sucks and it's frustrating. However, you know, hey, for all you non-Star Wars fans, just to be prepared, tomorrow is May the 4th. So get right here. A lot of cheesy May the 4th jokes coming out of your way. A lot of unsolicited uh, facts and knowledge about Star Wars from your coworkers. You know, just get ready. And if you if you don't want to hear it, go make sure you go hide somewhere, put some headphones on, put your do not disturb sign on, things like that. However, for you Star Wars fans, get ready because May the 4th has traditionally contained some fun new things from Lucasfilms. So we'll keep an eye out and report any news that come from Skywalker Ranch and the Mouse of the House. And we will see if Star Wars can stick the landing after this uh, big fumbling that they did this past week. And with that, that's it for today's episode. You can catch me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night on Twitch. And also look me up on TikTok and Twitter as well. Just search Herdman22. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast and remember to give us a like. I hope you all have a great May ahead and also a great week ahead, my friends. I am out of here.